They say the wealth of a nation may be measured by a king's coat. For each button, make a tally. For each seamless fabric, make a mark. Count the jewels, the hides, the luxurious feathers. Count it all and convert the tabulations to coin. There, they say, you'll find the wealth of nations. They are fools. I measure wealth by observing the mouth. For each time the king says, simple, or speaks of virtue, know there is a body hidden in a hole. When a king demands rents for the good of the people, know you will find a mass grave. When the king rails against corruption, watch the coins slip into their hands. The wealth of a nation is not found in the banker's ledger. The wealth of a nation is measured in bodies, bodies of men and women willing to fight and die in the name of tradition. From high up on that hill, she watches, proclaims, and commands. Boots, blades, and blood respond. That is wealth. South of us, a quiet king counts stacks of coin. His coat magnificent, his walls high, his authority lacking. For the low people, failure is forgivable. They lack the thick essence of nobility, the weight of tradition. The cost of failure matches their non-existent office. For a king, failure carries a fatal price. For an emperor, well, let's start small, shall we? Welcome to the Crooked Thimble, where like minds meet. Today, we continue our adventures in Iron Immortals, the shared setting between this tabletop game, the video game and development at the Crooked Thimble, and my latest novel, Seven Days a Servant. If you've not given it a look, Seven Days a Servant by Trick Dempsey is in its final month of fundraising, and we need your help. Head over to Inkshares, order the book, and bring the stories of Iron Immortals to the world. This game is being conducted using a hacked version of the Dungeon World system by Sage Latora and Adam Koval. Our heroes have an objective, the rescue of the Greenbark gang, but they lack a plan, and allies, and supplies. If the Greenbark gang is to come out alive, our heroes will need help. But help does not come cheap in Harris Reka, and someone is always listening. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Crooked Thimble Plays Iron Immortals. Today we have with us three players playing Kaya Wellsmythe. We have Hannah Garbaz. Hannah, can you tell us about your relationships with the other players, characters? Um, Kaya fears the consequences of Reed's decisions and needs to mitigate them. She feels that Isold is learning from the Verdwood and wants to know what Isold has learned. She has also faced death with Isold, but Isold learned something that Kaya did not. We also have Brianna Dempsey as Impediment Reed. Impediment, can you tell us about your relationship to the other characters? Impediment Reed thinks that Isold's ways are strange and powerful, do not anger her. Also, that Isold may look all books, but she just might know what is good in life. <laughs> She also thinks that Kaya knows restraint, and that I could probably stand to learn some. <laughs> and finally, we have Bob Poteet playing Professor Isold Heisenberg. Professor, can you tell us about your relationship with the other characters? Yes. Uh, from Isold's perspective, uh, Reed loves her family. I will see them reunited again. And Kaya will have an important role in the events to come. I have foreseen it. 
Speaking of, when last we left our heroes, you were about to launch into some sort of scouting maneuver over Harris Reka. I would like everyone to direct your attention to roll 20 if you can. Oh, okay. Uh, we have all sorts of goals and things that we perhaps should not be seeing. No, or no, those other? I put those up there for a reason. Oh, oh my. Uh, so you will see... Uh, Beneath you are the goals that are totally negotiable, but this is my first pass at them, for what it is you are intending to do when freeing the Greenbark gang, which all of you have now agreed to do. Uh, You have essentially four objectives. Uh, When you decide where and when to free the gang, mark experience. When you free the gang, mark experience. When you evade any pursuit, mark experience. And when you recover for the first time after the escape, Mark experience. Now that might sound lovely, but this uh, game I'm he- borrowing heavily from something called The Sprawl, which is another uh, uh, apocalypse world game. Dungeon World is a is a child of apocalypse world. Um, this breakout is going to be broken into two sections: preparation and execution. During the preparation clock, which you can see up there is currently uh, empty, all of these white lines over here that say eighteen hundred and oh, so forth. Oh, those are the law. Clocks. Those That's are clocks. That's what you went with. I went That's with good. clocks. That's good. Uh, at sometimes you will take moves that say that you draw attention or something bad happens sort of ambiguously. Sometimes when this happens, I will choose to increment a clock. Hmm. Uh, the preparation clock is how aware and concerned the organization that you are preparing against is with your current operation. So if that clock rises too high, there will be additional guards, it will be harder to defend against, or quite possibly they will move the execution if it fills all the way up. That would be bad. Yes. Uh, Separate from that, there are two factions which you've gotten the attention of. Scarlet, you are aware, knows that you're in town and is organizing this to uh, get your attention. And beneath that, there is actually a separate faction which you, you got the attention of last time, and I've decided to make visible the fact that they're aware of you, but I'm not telling you who they are yet. Lovely. Yeah, yeah, That's it's exciting. all great. It's it's good times. Somehow I feel like we just landed right in the middle of a noir when we thought we were in a foresty adventure game. Yeah. <laughs> we need um, a soundtrack. So, da, da, da. so amongst your uh, your major moves, your moves that I've given you, your new special moves, um, probably the most important one to come to immediately is when we last left our heroes. It was night, the evening before the execution of the Greenbark gang, and you are outside the walls of Scarlet's menagerie, there with Shimshackle, who's just revealed that, literally, Brother Venamo is a bloodsucker. And you are planning some sort of scouting expedition to attempt to locate the gang or to what other, other purposes that you have. Lead and undertaking is the kind of move that I would want to use for that, because rather than role-playing you guys through all of the weird steps of marking every possible part of this uh, endeavor, I would rather hear what you guys might have planned, think of the role that each of you have, and then have somebody roll to see essentially when does the complication occur that makes this an interesting scouting expedition. Hmm. Okay. I'm, I'm gratified that these... Adventure moves are uh, int and and charisma based. Uh, we're all gratified that Isolde has charisma. 
Yes. And it. And it. And it. So, and you've got, and you have your own special uh, create concoction move, which is almost exclusively for you. Good job. Thanks. Because we're low on, or at least I'm low on healing potions. I think you're the only one who can get them. So, I'm trying to remember what we were thinking. Um, we had just gotten the bomb of uh, their bloodsuckers. That's interesting and terrifying. So you all have gathered here because you each had your, your individual rendezvous with various contacts throughout town. And you came here to have a final conversation with Shimshackle before kind yeah. of deciding on whether you're you're sleeping for the night or you're scouting the menagerie, because you all decided that you wanted to see what it was that Baron Nyland was talking about. Yeah, I think I think we wanted to try to scout. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think that would be the first lead and undertaking thing that we would do would be to scout. And the around. Baron was saying something about the house that backs up to the ditch. That might be yeah. a decent way in. Yeah, I would definitely want to investigate where she was suggesting. Yeah, there are definitely guards at that front gate. Um, now, mind you, that, that front gate to uh, on the southwest side of the menagerie is like a vomitorium. It's not even a, a gate gate. It doesn't have a big barrier that can slide across it. They have wagons, which they can put up, you know, spike barriers using, but those aren't even... Uh, those are, are pulled closed, but they're only pulled closed like a picket line. It's not designed to stop people from going in. It's designed to make it look obviously like you're not supposed to go in there. <laughs> right. So our goal, primary goal, is free the Greenbark gang. Uh, right. Yes. There's, there's secondary objectives we may want to consider. One being not being detected while we do this. <laughs> um, maybe yes. pinning it on Brother Venamo because he has an he has a publicly known vested interest in seeing the Greenbark gang survive. Um, and one other stretch goal that I'm kind of interested in is finding out what this Redstone nonsense is all about. Uh, yeah. Let me put out there that on this very evening. If you wanted to do the stealthy approach and try to break them out, you could. And I am prepared to run that. Your chances of succeeding without more information and more gear is very, very low. The fatality of that endeavor would be very high. Right. We don't, uh, we don't know where the Greenbark gang is right now. We have some estimation that they've been imprisoned in the menagerie itself. Am I, am I remembering that correctly? That is I think correct. So. Uh, previously, Shimshackle has told you that previously they were normally held in sort of a, a cage overlooking the, the sort of battle arena proving grounds in the center of the menagerie. Uh, however, that, that cage is gone. And so, and there's that low moaning of the forest coming from the, not only the walls of this fortress itself, but also from within the menagerie, implying that they're somewhere deep within. Yeah. Well, I think that our first undertaking should be to scout. I'm I'm up for this. How do we want to do that? Well, I would point out that Baron Nyland's fortress kind of overlooks the menagerie. Mm-hmm. From, and 
perhaps approaching from, am, am I correct in thinking that that kind of uh, haystack looking area is the house? That is the manor house. It backs up to the ditch and it is accessible from outside the wall. Yes. So I would think that probably the at a way to do this would be to approach from the uh from the from the baron's fortress area so that we could have an escape like you know have ropes or something set up so that we could get back up out that way which is an unlikely place to do whereas if if we got if we needed to escape rapidly along the wall we might be kind of screwed because it's just open space there I agree, although it might be better to go down into the ditch than try and scale the Baron's Mott. How tall is that Mott? Yeah, how tall uh, is that, that Mott? That Mott is 75, almost 100 feet tall. Yeah, it's, no. It, it's big. <laughs> it's that, is okay. a, that is a big yeah. man-made hill. Alright, I, I had no idea it was that tall. There's no scale on this map, so that's understandable. Yeah, it's it could true. have you guys easily have a- been like... 20, 30 feet tall, which would have been much more manageable. Yeah, um, it's it's big. You could definitely, you would have to get rope from a vendor to have enough rope to build a little okay. repelling rope to go up and okay. down. Hmm. But going down into the into, into the, the, the pit yeah, might that be... Might... Yeah, the, the pit is not flooded. It is a cesspit, though. Ooh, that's not going to be pleasant. No, so that's an emergency exit, but not our preferred option. Yeah, you do get cholera as an effect of going into it. <laughs> cholera. Gross. Uh, as long as we don't have to cross any rivers, we're okay. Uh. So we may need allies or gear. Yes. In order to pull this yes. off. I would... Yeah, if you want if you want to breach the interior and find them outright, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna need allies and help. If you're just aiming to find out more that would be what lead an undertaking is kind of for, is you would say, yeah. oh, Kaya is going to get on top of the hill and look down and psychically communicate with Isold and Reed, who are going to be on the ground looking for stuff. Yeah. Like, that's the level of information uh, that we need in order to make that roll. Okay, so I think that's actually not a bad plan you suggested there, is, is for Kaya to be looking down. It kind of jives with her, like wanting to go back to the manor anyway and retrieve <laughs> retrieve Angus um, who could be useful in his scouting function. Um, and... Yeah. You're the ranger here. Do some surveillance. Yes. And Start there's ranging. Also, there's also the surveillance thing and, and, and the fact that she can in fact communicate with this old over... So distance. while you're being the sniper, yes, high ground sni- scout, sniper high ground scout. What are Professor Isold and Reed going to be up to? Well, before I realized it was a cesspit, peeking in through the uh, ditch sounded like a better idea. Now it still sounds like maybe an okay idea, just a sucky okay idea. Uh, uh. I would note that the the manner that she has there that that. Uh, Roofed. Does it not back up to the ditch? It does back up to the ditch because, of course, she has a latrine and that's why it's backed up to the ditch. Uh, but it is two stories tall. Um, so if you were to approach it from the ground level, you'd be you'd have access to the ground floor of that 
manor house from the back window without getting into the ditch because it doesn't one side of that wall extends over the ditch and the other side does not ah now you might be breaking a window they do actually have glass here that's impressive yeah so far Uh. the only places the barracks doesn't the the manor house the reliquary and the uh and scarlet's manor all have glass I think I would rather risk walking through shit than breaking glass and letting the inhabitants of the house know that I'm there. Uh, Fair. But, I mean, how are you going to observe anything from down there anyway? I'm like seven feet tall. Without breaking (laughs) glass. I mean, the, the point of the breaking glass was not so much where you were standing as how you were going to look in. I didn't think I was looking in the house specifically. I mean, oh, okay. I thought you like were. there's a whole lot of ground to look in before we go into the house. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Well, so but the... maybe, like, I don't know. Like, if we think it's really important to get in that house, well, it was uh... just suggested to us by Baron Nyland that something about the back way and some sort of gate. So, Professor, do yes. you have anything in this initial scouting expedition that you is a goal is a goal you'd like to accomplish or a location on the map you'd like to become aware of? Well, I'd like to go about and get a sense of where all the entrances and exits are and how many people I can see are guarding them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Casing the joint. So you'd like to case the joint. And you guys are thinking of casing the joint by coming up possibly through the ditch or around the ditch, but around the back side of the manor house and then kind of casing the joint from there. Mm-hmm. Then that sounds like a plan. We know our roles there. We've got a point man slash woman, which is uh, Kyle Wellsmythe. And we've got two people on foot. Impediment, who is very good at escaping, and Izzled, who will need help. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if that's the case, uh, would the most analytic analytical of you like to lead this undertaking? Sure. Isolde is happy to make a plan. Anyone want to help me? Certainly. I would love to help you. Uh, so here's the... Yeah, I guess you're all participating. So you do, by simply performing your roles, you're... you're doing the necessary things for aid. So, uh, could I get an aid from both Reed and from uh, from Kaya? Is aid just a... It's a... It's plus bond, right? It's plus the number of bonds you have with uh, Professor Izzel. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh. Where is my typey thing? Uh, Professor Izzold has fucking nailed it, as a side note. <laughs> yeah, I rolled a 10 on the dice. As That's awesome. Go uh, with I mean, uh, plus 2 from intelligence, it's 12, and then pluses from all my friends. Okay. So, uh, Kaya, you are overlooking them as they they sneak around the backside of the manor. 
And there are a bunch of support posts that keep the manor from just sliding into the ditch that you're able to uh, to parkour bullshit across and help Izzled across uh, read. Awesome. And so both both you and Izzled are, are inside of the menagerie now. And you see that uh, they're like, it looked like there were just two guards patrolling that front gate, uh, just just walking back and forth along the picket line. But as it turns out, each of them actually has two waiting in the wings, gambling to either side. So that so the full total at that front side is six guards who wear these red sashes to indicate that they are Scarlet's men. Amongst that, you also see that there are two men. Uh, one is a guard who is holding up uh, a. a a lantern, and the other one looks like they're they're just a, a servant or a janitor of some kind, and they are picking about at the base of this massive combat arena that is sunk into the ground. So that's that that pit that you're seeing inside the center of the menagerie mm-hmm. is like a ten foot drop. Uh, they have a ladder leaning against the edge of it, and to the northwest side, you see three massive uh, iron and wood doors that lead back into some unknown caverns deeper within the, uh, underneath the menagerie, essentially. And above those, uh, those gates, um, those gates go into the ground. Above those on, uh, a platform are actually rows and rows of, like, risered chairs. So where you're seeing those other poles marked on the map, that's like an an audience is meant to, to look through there. Oh, um, and you see that counting the number of seats that would belong there, that could easily be the entire contingent of soldiers. That could be everyone in town, all packed shoulder to shoulder, sitting on these seats. Wow. Um, at this point, you uh, you're faced with kind of an opportunity. The guard in the middle is paying attention to and just kind of joking with uh, the poor sap who appears to be. Uh, plunging little holes that are in the ground in the center of, or just kind of around the arena. These little, uh, I don't know, golf hole sized holes in the ground. Maybe a little smaller than that. Uh, you are next to the manor house and there are no lights on inside. You don't even see candlelight inside of it. And, uh, you could, you have the opportunity, uh, Reed and Isold. To either try to get a closer look at the menagerie and its gated areas, or to take a look at the simple wooden door that leads into the manor house, or any of its windows. Oh, shit. What do you do? Well. Those do- those both sound like kind of risky opportunities, Reed. But they also sound awesome. Hmm. Uh... You still don't know where the gang is. I still don't know where the gang is. It's worth the risk. Check, um, check, check in the menagerie. I'm gonna listen at the door and see if it's locked. Uh, the door is not locked, and you do hear. Uh, you're listening at the door. Give me a, give me a, a discern realities. Actually. Oh yeah. Hey, right. We have moves got a, for this stuff. You have a move for that, and you decided to do oh. it. Oh. Impediment read rolls a five on whiz. I'm maybe oh, a little stressed right now and not really like heart racing and things aren't thinking clearly. Okay. So you uh you 
reach over the door, and the door is actually like a is like a, a five is just an outright fail, right? That's an outright fail. Mark XP. I'm marking that XP. Uh, so you like reach over to the door and you test it because your your first question was, is it locked? And you just push down on the handle, and there's like a a pressure differential, and the door just flies open into the interior of the room oh, and claps against the, the wall in there. What do you do? And by the way, Isold, what do you do? <laughs> Isold hides. Where do you hide? Like, there's a building here that you can go inside of, or you could just lay down. What do you do? <laughs> Hit the deck. Okay. Uh, Isold, you fling yourself onto the ground. Kaya. Yes. Looking down, uh, you can see that the the janitor or whatever they are, the servant who is who's just cleaning up, they don't seem to give any mind to weird noises in the night. However, the guard jumps at it and holds up their lantern and is starting to walk in the direction of the manor house. Okay, now, they've so got a ladder between them and the manor house because they're down in that pit, but they are on their way. All right, so I will tell this old, there is a guard on his way towards you, he, just the one below. Reed, you didn't hear any of that, but you can tell that the light inside of the pit is moving. What do you do? If I don't see or hear anyone inside the building, I'm going in there, dragging Isold behind me and closing the door as quietly <laughs> as I can. <laughs> uh, that sounds to me like a defy danger. That's quick thinking. And oh, so that would be a defy danger int. Oh, shit. Because it isn't about doing it dexterously. It's about doing it quick enough to not be seen. It's about doing it smart, which, oh, well, this could be hilarious. I'll help. Uh, Isold, how are you helping? Uh, by jumping up and saying they're onto us and whispering they're onto us and, and helping to rush inside. Okay. Uh, please roll your aid. Did you say this was a defy danger? Yes, you will be doing a defy danger. Is int. it caused by movement? I guess in theory, I will admit that this is caused by movement. Okay, I get a plus one. And you have an additional plus one. Uh, and quite correctly, Professor Isold uh, has succeeded in their role, getting a nine. Plus, Thus, uh, plus one. You have an additional plus one. I actually rolled well this time. <sighs> Indeed. Aww. I wanted to get you guys caught by a guard. Aw. Okay, so you you slip into the house. I can't and roll you... well to impress Barker, but I can roll well now. Ugh. And Ugh. you close the door behind you. You're inside of a... It's still a relatively modestly appointed manor house. There's there's still wood furniture. There's a, like a dining room on this floor. Uh, it looks like there are stairs that lead up to the second floor. But also, there are stairs... Uh, next to a, like, within an open cupboard that go down. Oh. It looks like beneath their stairwell, they have what would have looked like it should have been maybe some sort of linen closet or something. You don't know what these upper class people have. But uh, it's open instead of being closed. And that must have been, you can feel wind coming from it. And it's got, it's got a stairwell going down. Are there lights? Wooden spiral staircase. And somewhere faintly underneath, but at a great distance, there is a light. Oh, shit. Or it could be like the tiniest candle, like yeah. right at the base of it. You don't know. Yeah. Uh, 
I think Kaya. at Kaya. We're inside. What? Kaya, your friends are inside. <laughs> I know. Um, uh, that guard that... Is, has, has come to the ladder, and he's just sort of raised his lantern and is looking around. The guard isn't going up the ladder yet. I'll let you know if he changes. What do you see? I'll describe the light downstairs. Oh. The tiniest candle. Isolde and Reed, what do you do? I mean, this would be a pretty good time to see if she's maybe a writing type, like Isolde and Kaya, and maybe has written in crayon notes in her diary about how angry she is and what she plans to do tomorrow. <laughs> uh, so you're you're gonna you're gonna rifle around on the on the top floor for like clues, wicked plans, clues. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, discern realities. Yeah, discern realities while looking for clues. Oh, God. Bro, Raggy. Oh, one, my God. One possible oh solution God. to this entire endeavor may be to gain leverage over the Scarlet Gang and blackmail them into releasing the green barks. That is, that is entirely possible unless Impediment Reed rolls. What did you roll, Impediment Reed? I. Oh, nothing. I rolled a four. Reed! Okay, but, Mark like, Isold is also probably doing a thing. What's Isold doing? Maybe she won't fail at life. <laughs> An aid won't help you at this? That's not and what you... I'm saying. I'm saying she should do her own thing. Oh, she will, I'm sure. But you've done this thing, and we're going to oh, see the God. consequences now. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, so you like... You, you've got this, like, bright idea of, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find a book. Books are trouble. And you, you see a desk... And like the, the her little dining room, this is still a pretty compact place compared to uh, the manor house. Like the manor house upstairs that, that the Baron has uh, is meant for servants. But this is a place where like somebody who does some of their own business like lives. So there's there's a hearth that's meant to have, meant to have a fire here in the dining room. Uh, the dining room has, you know, uh, a, a little table with four seats and you see a desk. And you're like, oh man, a desk, that's where people keep things, and there's little books on it. And you're going through the books, and that allows you to see through, like, the far side window. It's like you've walked to the opposite side of the house, and uh, and now you're looking at, at, like, the opposite side from where you entered from, and into more of that sort of menagerie area. Uh-huh. And you see that there is another guard who was patrolling the wall, and they see movement inside but you're bright enough that you get your head out of the way mm-hmm. but you you can't be sure they saw you but you can be pretty sure they saw you well shit Isold. reed is rifling through some books rather clumsily on a desk because it's dark in here yeah let's say that what are you doing I'm whispering at Reed. I don't think we should stay here. We should look inside the menagerie. And that's when I notice the opposite window. And I say, oh no, were we spotted? Reed, you've just been spotted. What do you do? I, to Isolde's thing, I nod emphatically. And, uh, I have no idea. Uh, try, uh, I sit down at the desk? I don't know. What you 
what would I do if I were the, the person who actually lived in this house? <laughs> I like I I like everything that just got discussed. <laughs> Let me just real quick. I have to 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 do something on the map real quick. Oh, I'm uh, so, you shouldn't we're be, so fucked. You shouldn't be super concerned about this. Everything everything is is perfectly fine. Uh just let me uh let me just oh, move this. What is that a new clock? Over over here oh. and just and just fill this up. Yeah. Someone has noticed your presence here in the house. Yeah. Oh uh, good. Yeah, so your your preparation clock is advanced. You're welcome. Okay. Um how do we get out? So Kaya. Yes. The first guard has come to the top of the ladder and is just standing up there at, at ground level, looking around, and you can see that they're talking to someone else who is from your vantage point, they're behind the house. They're kind of past the house and they're talking to someone there. And so you're seeing one man talk to a shadow of a house. But that's definitely two guards comparing notes. You guys, I think they know you're there. Um, don't go out the way you came, because he's looking right at the door. Yeah, we've been spotted by a guard at the far side. Is there any yeah. other escape route you can see? I don't. Uh, would you like to... to yes. To do your thing? Do your wisdom thing? I will I will discern the realities. Uh, did you bring your cat with you on this endeavor? Uh, yeah, that's part of why I went up to the manor. Where's the head? The head stayed put. Sure did. Oh, because it, 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 it follows. It eyed you. It follows Isold, not Ka- not Kaya. That's 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 correct. The the terrible disembodied head. Uh, His name is Herman. Totally just stared at you. Yes, Herman just stared at you as you came into the room and then followed you like just with the head out, but didn't like move. It just rotated. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That 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 was spooky. But I'm glad I'm glad I went and got Angus and Angus thought that the head is spooky too. And that's why he came with me cuz he doesn't like the head. Head is spooky. That's a good plan. And so um I am going to discern realities with the aid of my my cunning cat. Here we go. Yeah, cuz you're scouting. Cuz we're scouting. That's good. That's good. That'll do. That'll do. You get I you get, get three I questions. Get three lovely questions, and let's see which ones do I want. Um, what is about to happen? Uh, what's about to happen is they're about to make a coordinated entrance through the front door. Okay. Um, they're not raising an alarm. They are going in through the front door. Yep. Um. What here is useful or valuable to me? So, (laughs) how to phrase this? Uh, They're using oil or kerosene lanterns. If you wanted to ruin their day with a cold shot, you really could ruin the fuck out of their day. Oh, okay. That would be interesting. Uh, And not necessarily being detected. Yes. Because they wouldn't know that an arrow had come from God. <laughs> Indeed. Especially if I used a stone. 
uh, it's Although true. This, uh, this, the stone. This distance, you are I out can, of. I'm out of. You're range. out of stone range. You'd be using use an arrow. arrow. Okay. Yeah. And and finally, what here is not what it appears to be. They told you that there was a light down there. You think you see the other end of it. There is a light coming from inside that first menagerie container. Oh. Okay. So I will relay um, the information that they are about to make a controlled entry from a from the door, and I think that perhaps that light is coming from the menagerie. And then I'm going to try that called shot, because why have a thing called called shot unless you can do it? Yeah, uh, do your do your okay. do your nasty ranger thing. I will do my nasty ranger thing and call the shot on the arms. Okay, I'm just gonna roll plus that. Okay, and that. And your intention is actually to is it to hit the lamp or is it actually to hit the dude in the arm? Lamp. I would rather. Lamp I is would fine. much rather hit the lamp because that would give me a much less chance of detection. I feel. Yes, and so you won't be rolling damage, is mostly what I'm, I'm saying. Correct. We're, we're uh, modifying the move a bit. Ah, I see. So we have a decision to make, um, impediment. <laughs> there are two guards out there that are going to come through the front, try and come through the front door. Kaya's going to try and distract them. We can either try leaving another route on this floor, I'm assuming if there is, if we can find one, or we can go downstairs and investigate that light. What do you feel like? The only route that I could imagine there being might be a latrine route, but I don't know how big there. I don't know. You if did fit pass in. I don't under. Think want to. You did pass under a back window that goes over. That's so much better. <laughs> yeah. So and it, it, it is totally the the window from the latrine. Okay. Like from that room, uh, but nonetheless, it did go over the cesspit. Hannah, uh, Kaya. What was your roll? It was a 10. Okay, so your arrow zips down from the mot, down from right beside the bailey, down and into the uh, the lantern that the, the guard is holding. It shatters and he's left still holding the handle when the oil splashes down onto the ground and then the wick drops into it. Lovely. And it lights up. And... He's not, it's on, it's on his leg. He tumbles backwards, trying to put out the fire on his leg. The other guard sets the, his lantern down. You can now see that he was lighting one. So there are two lanterns. Only one is lit. And that one that's lit is on fire, like everywhere. And, uh, he's, they're just desperately trying to put out these flames. You hear shouts from the guards by the gate. Fire. Okay, guys, I have provided you with a distraction. I suggest Isold you go and investigate read. the menagerie. There's definitely there's definitely a lot of fire outside and screaming. All right. What do you do? I say we use that distraction and get to the menagerie. Is there a way out that way? Okay. I'm I'm following my brains. My brains say to go, I'll go. <laughs> All right, so you guys go down uh the stairwell and you hear uh you find yourself in what looks like an like an underground stable. It's the strangest thing. While I, I zip over to a map so that I can describe this a little better. Should we be zipping to those maps? 
it's not a great map. Okay. I'll just let you describe then. So, uh, you're in, like, a, a stable house with, like, five stables in it. And you can hear sort of soft breathing coming from within those stables. But there's no light inside of these stables. The light is instead coming from outside of a door. A door which must go underground into some underground passageway that is basically directly ahead of you. You have the option of sort of turning right and going deeper into this stable, which doesn't look particularly big. It's got about the same footprint as the as the, the manor, Scarlet's Manor. Uh, but ahead of you is a door where you can see a faint glowing light. Like it's just got like a, like if somebody's left the light on, uh, if somebody put a candle in a closet, you've just got that rim around the door and it's very faint. But as soon as the screaming has gone on long enough outside, you hear a shout in the distance. Oh, what's going on out there? Kaya. Yes. You hear someone calling from inside the menagerie door, that first menagerie door. You can see a person holding a lamp back there shouting at the the servant and at the guards. All right, so I will I will let Isol know that that's what I see. The temptation to shoot that lamp is there, but I will resist it. Isold and Reed, you also heard that shouting, but it sounded distant and muffled by echoing through corridors. Not coming from the closet door? It came through there, but it okay. sounds like it's it's around a few corners. Okay. Oh, so there is another exit from here. Good. Once they figure out what's going on, they might do a sweep and we might get caught in here. So we should try to move quickly, but we should avoid that person. If okay. we hear footsteps coming towards us, we should hide or prepare for a fight. Okay. I would like you two to swap to the under Harris Reka map. Okie dokie. Poor Kaya, sitting on her hill, all alone. I mean, you're, you're basically mission control. <laughs> you can bring awesome. down the pain. It's true. So, you're, uh, you're down inside of this, this stables room. You hear soft breathing. You know what direction sort of out must be. Uh, you can go through the door, or you can go deeper into the stables. What do you do? I look at Isold. <laughs> Well, we should confirm that whoever's in these stalls isn't the Green Bark right. Gang. Yeah, that would be super easy if that happened to be the case. So you take a look over um, into these sort of perfectly normal-looking animal stables, and what you find are most of them contain a handful of Blood Hunter Tegu, so Rottweiler-sized lizards. Great. Uh, that you know are, are essentially the, the equivalent of bloodhounds. However, one of them has a bunch of of uh, of sap spiders just kind of curled up and dormant. And in the center of them, of this little pile of them, is a faintly glowing red stone. Holy shit. Oh. Oh boy. Oh boy! Not in the center of each sand, of sap spider, but sort of in the the mass of an unknown quantity of them. They're kind of curled up around it and sleeping, like it were a like a warm spot. Oh boy! Can I resist taking that? Oh man! <laughs> I have to get a sample. 
Mysterious. I don't know. Can you? Uh, Isold, what do you do? Oh. Reed, how much trouble am I in if I take that redstone and try to figure no out idea. what? No idea. How much? Try to figure out what it is. What it does? I don't know what it is. I mean, I know what it is, but I don't know what it does or how it works. Is it an atrocity? Maybe. <sighs> really, it was more what they do with it that's an atrocity, but. What do they yeah. do with it? Enslave. They, this is not the time. <laughs> hmm. Well, it seems likely that if I mess with it, those sap spiders will run amok. That's a fair thing to be afraid of. Yes, that is a fair thing to be afraid of. So, I don't think we want that right now. But it's good to keep in mind in case we need a secondary distraction. You guys are the most destructive cat burglars ever. Christ. Christ. Uh, is that the only interesting thing in the uh, uh, stalls? Yeah, yeah they're, they're, that's that basically it. Bunches of tegu okay. in that one stall full of uh, sap spiders. Um, so I guess we take a peek through that lit door? Yeah. All right, through the lit door, uh, you see that you're at like a T-intersection with uh, a largely natural-looking cavern. It's been tooled a little bit, but only a very small amount. And the light is coming from... I'm trying to make a, a spot appear on the, on the map. The light is coming from right here, just okay. down that corridor. It looks like someone has set down a lantern. Um, this, these spots right here, these, these, uh, these things that are blocking the corridor to your left and to your right, those are like, not portcullises, because those have like a trellis shape to them, but like, they're wooden bars that have been slammed down into meeting slots at the ground, and they, uh, they... Each one of those bars has a tiny fragment of that redstone on it. Jesus. How do people pass through them? Is there a, 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 a door set in the... or an arch? Uh, the, on the wall next to each of them, and it looks like there's one of these on both sides, is like a, like a, a, pump, a pump handle of sorts uh, that you could pull and that might be a door mechanism there's one on either side of each of these doors that is not gonna be quiet right shit we might need to wait for her to parade them out and crash the party then maybe we still haven't confirmed where they are maybe if mm -hmm. so you hear the shouts of fire fire and uh that that fellow from up ahead, where that near where that lantern light is coming from, is oh shoot, what did he sound like earlier? Kind of Australian, but not. Oh, that's right. Oi, don't make me come over there and take care of this myself. It's just a little fire, you pansies. Uh, Kaya, you can see that now, like four men are beating out the fire by having like torn their shirts off and are actually <laughs> slapping the fire out. Um, but uh. Isolden Reed, you hear somebody say, like an echo down the corridor, Yeah, it's just a little fire. You're not afraid of a little fire. You don't think someone's coming for you, do you? Coming for you, yeah. Yeah, Reed's gonna crush you. Yeah, just you wait. Okay, that's oh, confirmation. Christ. Okay. 
Um, now what? What do you do? I propose, I think at Kaya and say, are they still distracted by the fire? Most of them are, uh, but not all. There is a rear window leading up from the latrine. Do you see anyone on that? There is no one on that. No, I do not see anyone on that window. Okay. I'm in the next 30 seconds. We're going to bust out that window. Reed, are you ready for that? Are you ready to do you, do you think we should do you think we should bust out of here? Are you with me? Yeah, we got to do this right the first time. And I think there I don't think we can get through these doors. We got confirmation and I think we're going to get something else. I'm going to go over and I'm going to start um, prepping my alchemist pouch to safely mm-hmm. grab the uh, the red stone from that stall. Do you okay. want me to do that, Isold? In case they get angry? I want you to hold my staff. I want you to keep the door open. I want you to slam the stable door open. I want you to close it when I run out because we're going to run. Okay. Got it. Now understand, it is a stable door like you would find in like a horse stable, so things can go over. Sure, sure, but there are spiders, they're low, it'll take them at least half a second to climb, and that half second (laughs) is necessary for me with my short, stubby little legs to get the slightest advantage. Okay. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Izzled, you, uh, so so you both get in position. Yep. Izzled, you reach out and you grab that stone with your hand and immediately the moment that you have moved it those sap spiders like that you know that 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 their their bark skin they're 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 made of wood for all as far as anyone knows like strung together with sap muscles you see that those sap muscles sort of come to life and you notice that they're tinged red they glow very faintly red and the moment you touch that stone, they are alight. And you've got that stone in your hand, and they are they are leaping and clawing at you. They are they are trying to get you. What do you do? Run! I would like a defy danger dex. I will assist with the plan that we said earlier with the whole quick shutting of the door and batting away of things. Uh, please give me an aid to slam a door on a monster. My aid is my bond with Isold is plus two, so that's probably the closest approximation. So you aid really well, but oh, Isold got too greedy. I got too greedy. No, this is karma. This is fame. This is karma. Uh, Yeah, Isold. Let me see what what are the verbs that these guys have. Oh, they're totally Uh, no. This is so bad. Yeah, I uh, I I got as good an eight as I can. Yeah. Isold, could you roll me one d four? Yeah. Ouch. Uh, Isold, you take three damage when you're running out the door, and you think you've gotten away scot free. They tried to grab for your hand. They tried to grab, you know, for you, for your face, for your hair. But then you try to lift your right foot and it just doesn't go. And you slam face first onto the ground in front of that stable. And you manage to close the door, Reed. Uh-huh. But uh, Isold is, is 
her right leg is glued to the ground with this terrible sticky paste. And it's starting to burn through her leg. What do you do? Well, I can't get it off her leg fast enough, but I do happen to have sharp things and I can get it detached from the ground. Um, I, I'm going to cut her loose from the ground, pick her up, and we're hauling ass out of here. Um, that sounds like a plan. Yeah. The, the spiders are all atop of you, but you've got a, a Defy Danger Dex. Izzled, you cannot assist because you are being carried. Uh, give me a Defy Danger Dex as these things, and you're definitely moving. Okay, yes, definitely moving. Definitely Dex. It's not the worst. It's an eight. It's an eight. What is a what is a partial success on that roll? Read again. Um. So that's just uh. It's just a modifier on a normal defy danger. So defy danger partial success. Uh. You stumble, hesitate, or flinch. GM offers you a worse outcome, hard bargain, or ugly choice. He's thinking. I'm thinking because it's mean. Well, yeah, that's a little bit your job. But it's really mean. Yeah. They're clawing at you. And they get a hold of something and you feel it tug. They're, they're, they're sticking to the walls and to the ceiling. They're swarming way faster than you've ever seen one of these things. These things swarm. And you feel it tug on your axe. And you feel it tug on uh, Izzel's hand. And you see that they've got one of those spindles attached both to your axe and to the little alchemist pouch that, that Izzeld is holding. One of them has to get dropped, or you're going to be caught by these things. Is it going to be your weapon, or is it going to be the redstone? Leave the redstone. Yeah, that is my first instinct, actually. They haven't found anything yet that links us to this place. Yep. And also, like, we already know there's tons of redstone all over this fucking fortress. We will find you another sample to study. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I am, I, I am throwing that pouch with the redstone into the furthest corner of the stable and continuing to get as old out as fast as I can. You so bolt that up the we stairs. can see to her leg, etc. You you bolt up the stairs and you see that as soon as that redstone is dropped, they're just dragging it to a corner. They're not even chasing you. They're just entirely fixated on it. Ow. And you run up the stairs and you run to the back of the manor house and you go into the latrine room where there's this, you know, this polite looking wooden door. Uh, these wooden swinging doors, like saloon doors, going into the latrine room. That's adorable. Um, where where it's not a it's not an entirely private latrine. It actually has multiple holes. Like this is some place that apparently people do this as a group because the past is tough. Uh, and uh, you find this this little kind of narrow window, but it, it's big enough for you, Reed. It's big enough for Isold, and it even swings open to vent the the room out. Oh, how nice! So you nice. push that open. Yeah, you don't have to smash the window. Who goes out first? Um, oh man, I, th I think I would put Isold out first. Um, I won't say no. <laughs> Cause, uh, well, actually, how far was the drop? If she slips and falls into the poop water, is she going to like break a leg or just be gross? 
Uh, it's going to be about a total because you're not like at exactly ground level when climbing out of that window. Yeah. And because the ditch is not insubstantial, it's still yeah. a 10 foot fall and people do break their legs from that. That's a thing that happens to people, but it's yeah. not expected. If she slips and falls, she's going to get hurt and probably get a myriad diseases. Not that you guys know how that works. Uh, and so, uh, it's dangerous, but it's not like condemning her to die. Well, uh... It would be safer if you went first and I climbed after you. Okay, okay, okay. I imagine. Fine. So, they're climbing out this window and I can see it from where I am, right? Yes, you see that window fly open and you see what is clearly a brief moment of discussion as to who goes first. Okay. So, do I have time to launch an arrow with a rope attached to it to like just above the window so they can have something to use to get out the window and safely descend. You don't have that much rope. I, I mean, I wasn't going to connect it to Oh, me. you're going to launch a coil of rope. Yeah. Just launch some rope so they can get down safely. Not, not enough rope for them to get to me, but just like some rope, like 10 feet. Of that's five feet. That's real tough. Okay. That is a, Difficult thing to do, but I will let you do that as a, oh, let's give it a, it's a weird use of it, but let's use volley. Okay. Um, just so that you have those, those weird side effects from the volley, uh, action. Okay. Okay. So that's a roll plus dex. Eleven. That'll, that'll do. You don't even have to choose any of the tough things. Uh, (laughs) Uh, here's what I like, is you didn't warn them about this ahead of time. Reed and Izzel, just as Reed is about to go climbing out, this arrow slams into the wall next to the, next to the, uh, the window as it's swinging out, and hanging from it is this, like, bundle of rope. Thought you could Very some thoughtful. Rope. <laughs> Very thoughtful. Thanks for, the, thanks, right. thanks for the heads up, Gaia. No, no, it was a good job. <laughs> Hey, hey. All right. I tied some rope to an arrow and shot it right next to you. Come on. I'm, ge- I'm genuinely impressed. <laughs> I'm okay, genuinely let's go, impressed. Let's go, the let's go. front I'm, door I'm... flies open. Go, go, go. We're going. Uh, so you go. Uh, you give me. Uh, yeah, it matters if you try, stumble. I'm going to try and pull the arrow and the rope out after me once I'm gone. Once it's uh, old safe and I'm gone. They're on the okay. exterior of the. Building. Yeah, someone can look out the window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, sure. So, uh, so that means you're you're going you're let you're helping Isold out, and then Isold's actually making the first escape. Yes. Isold, give me uh, give me an aid. Uh, read. Oh, yeah. That's what this is for. What what am I rolling? It's really funny that I'm using my con to roll my aid, but I. I have as much bond with Isold as my con bonus, so. Uh, and Isold, you'll be rolling a Defy Danger Dex. I've been, uh, been not spectacular at those late recently. I know, but you've got a plus. You've got an additional plus one. Okay, that does put me over the top. Into that puts you over the top. You, you've never felt so graceful in your life. Maybe it is the searing pain in your leg. Maybe it's the thrill of having grabbed the redstone and had it there in your 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 hot little hands. But you, you swing out that window, you get a helping hand from Reed, and you just get, you just fling out across the, like, that weird corner over the ditch and back onto dry land. 
Uh, I feel pretty. And you are safe and clear. I feel like we buckled some swashes, maybe swashed some buckles right there. Yeah, it was it was super swashbuckly. Uh, Reed, someone is rushing towards the, uh, the back of the manor house. You hear footsteps inside. People are clearly rushing in. They're rushing up the stairs. They're rushing down the stairs. And I'm they're rushing that deeper into the that manor. I'm getting rope out of the wall right this second, and I'm getting out of sight the fastest way I can. If that is swinging over to where Isold is, awesome. If that is going under the house in the poop water, that's not as awesome, but it's whatever comes first. Uh, you're, you're, you're a big, tall lady. Give me a Defy Danger dex to, to make the leap to Isold, because you, you totally could. That is that is much preferred. Defy Danger dex caused by jumping a lot? Yep. Movement is jumping. I get a plus to that. Boom. That works. Uh, you you rip the arrow out of its spot, you know, getting that, that rope anchor that would have saved any of you if you had fallen, and you leap over next to Isold, just as you guys, like, throw yourselves against the, the fortress wall, just as a head pops out that window, looks left, looks right, sneers at the darkness, and then pulls itself back into the manor. There are guards running around, shouting things. Uh, someone has recovered that first arrow that shattered the uh, that shattered the lantern. They know that there was an archer that shot at them. Oh, I'm and they're, hiding. They're... That's good. Where are you going to hide? Well, this is a... I thought you said this was like a gardeny area. Yeah, there's some there's some nice stuff up there. The garden is actually on the east side of the building. Ah, uh, well, is there vegetation uh, or is there no vegetation? Uh, there's there's no vegetation. You are like 100 feet up. You could crouch or you could go flat. in and get some tea. Like, they can't, like a sniper. It's awesome. I'm going to lay flat like a sniper because I'm so far above them that they won't see me if I'm flat. Oh, yeah. And at this point, you could just leisurely go and get some tea and everything yeah. would be fine. No, this is my plan. Tea sounds delightful. Yeah. I'm I'm going to tell Isold, let me know if you... Are you guys cool? Um, what can I... I'll, no, I'll, I'll stay and watch. I, I'm not going to go get tea. My, my, my teammates <laughs> are still down there and could perhaps use Eye in the Sky. You guys catch up with Shimshackle at sort of the, the center of the wall there. He's like, okay... Hey guys, what did you what did you find? Wow, all of us Greenbark sound alike. Darn. <laughs> it's a regional accent. I've been studying it in my ethnography classes. Yeah, this is this is great. What did what did you find? Oh, oh, Isold. Isold, your pretty little leg. It's it's all burned up. Oh, um hazards of the job. Chemical burns happen all the time among alchemists. You wouldn't happen to have any bandages, would you? Uh, no, I've only got, uh, my knife here, Justice Revenge. Uh, and she doesn't have any bandages. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, we, we probably could get those at, at, well, any tent. Yeah. Uh, or, or where are you guys staying? Where's all your stuff? Up the manor house. Oh, oh, sweet. That's cool. Right. If you could go and procure some bandages for me, I can't be seen in this state until I every until I um until I'm fixed up. That's that's real tough. I can't be seen in town. Yeah. Um. Mm. I guess that leaves me. If you uh, wouldn't mind. Are you Are you sure you don't want me to just piggyback you back up to the uh manor or something? 
I still have my pride, even though I'm okay. mightily embarrassed by... Embarrassed? You were like a cat over there. Just grace and speed. Losing the redstone. Getting... getting <laughs> Getting splashed on. Mauled by spiders. By some spider goo. Oh. Honestly, it's not that different from running in the forest. Um, hmm. I would note, since Reed has her big-ass cloak slash cape thing... I could... You could hide your burnedness if you if you needed to. Yeah, you could just put the cloak over Isold and, and no one would know. Yes. If that's what you're concerned about. Let, well, I am partly concerned with actually fixing up my leg. Well, let's yes. get you back to where your stuff is, where you can, you know, potion up some potiony. If you want closer, I mean, um, Barker probably has something. We could probably get something at the beyond, other than just drinks. Would you like... Um, is, um, Kai is just gonna kind of say to Isold, um, so... Do you need anything? Should I come down there? Right. If you could bring my spare set of clothes. <laughs> um, From the room. Okay. Do you want the, the purple robes or or the green robes? I think she's wearing the purple robes, ah. so it will be the green, green ones then. Green robes. Okay. Slytherin Slither, Slither pride. Wait, what? No. <laughs> <gasps> Boom. <laughs> Slytherin, the the school of hat, technical and ethnographic. Fuck that. That didn't come out well. Tactical and ethnographic studies. Slitherclaw. Slitherclaw. Slitherclaw, indeed. I don't endorse this. I don't endorse this at all. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> okay, so you you come back, Kaya. You rejoin them uh, with some bandages and uh, a spare, not burned robe for Isold. And there you go. Zipping across the map like you do. It's so nice. Uh, and you're able to do some level of first aid. The they're, they're chemical burns, and so there's really surprisingly little that you can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can put some neutralizing agent from your from your your kit and sort of pray for the best. Right. Uh, B- band- bandages are are an equipment le- under dungeon gear. Wait, really? Yes. Are they? I was oh, I had no idea. To use them, to you've heal got some damage, heal some hit points. Oh, I don't. I didn't actually know they were a real the piece main, of gear. Uh, rules for items. So, is that from dungeon gear or adventure gear? It's under dungeon. I have dungeon gear on page two twenty six. Yep, I see it. Uh, they heal four damage and expend with the use, but I don't. Do any of you actually have bandages? No. So what? Okay, so I was you would asking. actually need to acquire them. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was just flavor text. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> there are rules and mechanics in this game. What? I'm such a I'm such a rules lawyer. I know. Uh. <laughs> Ridiculous. So Kai is gonna kind of look and be like, um, "So do we need to get some bandages? We can. I could probably take us to Edvar's tent. He offered to help." If I needed help, and I think we might, might be time to enlist some additional aid. No one is really happy with what Scarlet's doing. Maybe we should, maybe we should get some additional aid. We should feel out Barker, and I know that Venamo is opposed to this. 
are we not saying phrasing anymore? Anyway. Uh... <laughs> phrasing? <laughs> I will tell you all this. You are all exhausted. Remember, yeah. this is the same day that you've walked probably 20 miles. Yeah. Maybe need, more. We need to sleep. Guys, we need some rest if we're going to do our best. If you don't have uh, your health, so you don't makes... have anything. The, the proposition to go see Edvard in order to get bandages or to see Barker to get bandages and feel them out, that makes perfect sense, but it's not like... It would be a very bad time to kind of split up and try to hit up contacts this late at night. Right, no, bad plan. Get right. bandages, go rest. Yelp. Also, I'd point out you don't need literal bandages if you were to just do kind of your own field dressing and go to sleep. Let's do that. Oh, is that how that works? You get half your hit points back. Oh, right. Let's do Half that. your max hit points. Let's do that. Let's rest up. Start an early day tomorrow. Sure. So we do have confirmation where they are. It's just a matter of figuring out how we want to go about this. We may have to pull a Robin Hood, like you said, and save them in broad daylight. We might be able to get more help with that, but we're going to have to... We're going to have to get started early recruiting it. Well, let's go get some rest right now. It's 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 late enough as it is. I think I might be able to get a head start on both of those things. I will see the two of you in the morning, or sooner if this goes very poorly. Okay. Watch yourself. Okay, Watch so, yourself. so Reed huh? goes what? her separate way. Reed goes separate. Going to uh, bed. Sorry, Reed had a proposition made last session that she is kind of keen on following up on and Kaya, you know Kaya and Izzled I'm gonna handle a bit of a bit of this with you guys first alright uh, you come up and the one of the servants the servant that you charmed actually uh, Izzled yes uh, is actually still up there waiting they've been they've been ordered to you know make certain that you guys get comfortably to your rest um, and see to any laundry that you might have if you, for some reason, needed laundry done. Baron Nyland was very clear on this. Uh-huh. <laughs> I am starting to really like Baron Nyland. She is a sneaky person. She's interesting, that's for sure. Yes. Um, and as such, you you have any kind of supplies that you need and can, can go to sleep quite quite easily if that is what you wish to get up to immediately let us I, that is what kaya will do this old is, is of course free to make her own choices yep nap time oh although when you do go into your apartment the head is over the bed well that won't last that won't last <laughs> could take my staff and nudge it aside <laughs> yeah the head Scared is to so, touch it with your bare hands. So creepy, it's old. So creepy. It moves. The bed is like ice cold. This room is warm because they have a fire going in the other room and it's just sort of ambiently warms this place. The bed and only the bed is cold. It's, Great. Oh, Kai is going to look at the head and go like, thanks. I hate to sleep hot. Dive down, pull the covers over herself. Cuddle up with Angus. <sighs> I haven't had cold sheets in weeks. If Herman could shrug, Herman would. <laughs> Read. The beyond is 
finally, uh, it looks like it had been quieting down, but as soon as the fire calls started going out, it looks like several of its tenants got up and ran to help and have actually already returned. I did try to come into the beyond as if I had been somewhere in the tent city. I'm, I am slight, I've, I've been slightly taught how to be sneaky by compatriots. Uh, great job. So, so you get in and nobody sort of thinks that this is particularly odd other than that you're, you know, seven feet tall and... And limping because I sprained and, my ankle. And limping with your sprained ankle still. Barker is still awake and sees you and offers you that drink he owes you. I thought it was the other way around. Oh, that's right. Like, that's I right, lost that's right. the race. All right, you'll buy me a drink. And then I'll buy you a drink, and we'll see how this goes down. <laughs> I could I could use that. Um, yeah, uh, let's not fill this uh, podcast with fanfic. Uh, let's not fill this podcast. It, it, it goes down and you stay in his room? Uh, let's assume it, that, that the non-mechanical, not involving our heist parts go well. Is that safe? Yeah, that's, that's fine. That goes, that goes great. Awesome. Cool. Uh, you're both like badly injured people, actually. Very recently badly injured. And so this is actually a much more caring thing than you would expect it to be. Aww. Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually really sweet. It's a sweet scene. The mechanical side of all this, uh, that at some point hanging out with Barker before meeting back up with the gang in the morning, probably I might give a try to this call-in-a-favor thing, but I'm, just, yeah, I was gonna I'm say, trying to think of what I am gonna ask. I don't know what to ask for in specifics. Do I need to? Uh, you do. You, do. you need to have your request okay. that you would like to make. So the two of you wake up in the morning, and uh, he's like, actually, uh, Abel Public, he makes... He has this stew. I think it's leftover stew from last night, and that really, that shouldn't be a thing that anybody eats. But nonetheless, it is the most delicious thing. Why don't you and I get that and, I guess, uh, go about our days. I hear that your day's going to be busy. Yeah, uh, I could probably use some help with that. What kind of trouble are you thinking of starting, kid? Well, you got a jailbreak and you got a gallows. Uh, actually, out of character real quick. Uh, remind me, the sign said that they were going to be thrown in to see how long they last. That's correct. After the exercises, after the troop exercises. So it's going to be between, it's going to be late afternoon, essentially. Okay. Uh, and they're going to be, and it's a show. Everyone's invited to watch the Green Barks get it. Do we actually know what that means? Like, how is this... We've seen the place. We, we, we know that it's clearly a fighting arena of some kind, but what are they going to be pitted against? I know she's got crazy, weird sap spiders. So I'm going to cut away from you real quick. Isold and Kaya, in the night you are visited by terrible, terrible dreams. And you have the choice to either succumb to the dream and know a little of what's going to happen or you can try to resist it and you won't be hurt what do you do i mean suffering pain for knowledge love it it's coming to the yeah. dream it's coming to the dream 
Okay, uh, both of you uh, roll 1d8. Roll low. Yeah, roll low. Oh, good job, Isol. <laughs> That's not so great, uh, Kaya. What did each of you roll? <laughs> well, Isol rolled a one. Kaya rolled a six. <laughs> okay. B- uh, you both chose something, and so, Isold, you you get an image of that tunnel, and the, the tunnel underneath the manor, and you see that swarm of sap spiders rushing up at you, and you see your own hand, but it doesn't look like your hand. It looks like somebody else's. Somebody, somebody dirty with cloth feet, with, with cloth shoes scrambling backwards and reaching up to that pump handle on the wall and sliding it and the uh the each pump brings the the gate just a little bit higher and then just as they crawl through just as the sap spiders are coming to get them just the first one claws at their feet they press that pump handle all the way to the top and the door slams closed and those sap spiders lurch away from the from that from the bars that drop down you take one damage okay Kaya, you are standing in the center of that arena, right where that man was clearing out those holes in the ground. And you see that the center door opens inside of the arena. The center sort of garage door gate opens up with this creaking sound. And through it, you see a sapling. Ten feet tall, fifteen feet tall, maybe, as it walks forward on its crab legs with its crab claws, and it opens the center of its, on its trunk, it's got the form of a, a, a of a young man, maybe even a, a child, and it splits right down the middle and opens up, revealing this leathery interior to the tree of this this sapling monster. And as you're transfixed by that, it claws your leg, splits your leg white, right, wide open. You can see the bone sticking out, and you see your blood fall to the ground and drip through that hole beside you. It's like there's a gradient to the ground, and it guides the blood to those holes. Oh my And you wake up. You wake up and you see that your leg is burned by frostbite, and the shadow pulls its hand away. Oh. You remember something special and strange about that sapling. All of its leaves were red. Mm-hmm. Bright red. Barker turns to you, Reed, and he says, She's got all kinds, but her, her pride and joy, what she likes to, to pit the men against, she has this sapling. It's her little pet. It's what we train against. She can make it stop. She holds up this, this necklace to stop it, but she awaits until the last second because the men need to know how it fights. That's what she'll use. She's got spiders. They can't go across the edge. That whole arena is rimmed in those red stones. Nothing can get out of it. But she stops the fight by jumping in herself with that necklace of hers. Some of her men have them too. And she's just not going to jump in this time. She's probably just not going to jump in this time. Mm. That sounds mighty mean to me. Want to even the odds? I would like that. You ever taken one of them down? I never have. We could, you and I. Get a little back for lost friends. How's that sound to you, Reed? That sounds terrifying, but like 
the kind of help that I would need to at least stall long enough to get the rest of the gang out of that pit. Do you want to ask for that help? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Then uh, use the call in a favor move. Let's see how bad this goes. Oh boy, oh Let's see boy. how bad this goes. Roll plus cha. Plus cha. That's not oh. the worst. Oh. I get to choose two from this list. I get to choose two out of these four options. Could you read all of the options off? All the options are, your request is going to cost extra. Your request is going to take some time. Your request is going to attract unwanted attention, complications, or consequences. Or, your ally needs you to help them out with something. If you turn them down, take minus one ongoing to this move till you make it right. Which two are you going to take? He's going to make a request for me to help with something, and it's going to take some time to put together. All right. And the other one you take is your ally needs their, needs help with something? Yep. All right. There's something I need. That head you brought is important, but it's not the whole thing. And the Baron, she doesn't know what she's done. I don't know what she's done neither, but I can tell that it's bad. There's a door at the bottom of the of the fortress, in the storeroom, there at the base. It's a trap door that goes down. When we've sprung your friends, and we've gotten out of this trouble, I need you to go down there with me, and we're going to wreck something. We're going to wreck it good. You think you know what can destroy one of these things? I think that while it's still not finished, it could be broken. Oh, good lord. They are putting it together. Oh, yeah. You take that head down there, and it's going to fit right into place, and all hell's going to break loose. I think you're right, and I yeah, I will help you break this thing. All right. <laughs> I got to get the... <laughs> I got to get some friends together. We're going to take this creature down right. It's, uh, there's, uh, quite a show we're, we've got to put on. Yeah. When you hop in there, when I see you in the ring, I'll be right with you. Thanks. He, uh, leaves, but he leaves enough weight on the table to buy your breakfast. Aw, somewhere in there he figured out that I am as yet penniless. <laughs> Isolde and Kaya. Yes. You've woken up from your hideous dreams, and you're now injured again. Great. So we got the, we got the injury, and then we got the restoration? No, you got the restoration from sleeping, and you woke up with these injuries. Okay, oh. so I'm only down one hit point from total. That was not the... Kaya's not... Kaya's not doing great. Kaya's not doing that well. Yep. Yeah, and you, uh, you're you vaguely aware of the existence of Frostbite. Now you can see it. Yep. I glare at the head. That was petty. You said you liked cold sheets. <laughs> wow. Herman. Oh. Herman. Dick Moody. Yeah. Yeah, Herman. You're way to make friends and influence people, Herman. Yeah, that, that looks awful. That frostbite. Yeah, can can you do you have anything that can help with frostbite, Gissel? I mean, I do have this healing potion. Oh. Or we could I could try scrounging up some herbs and poultices. Well, I'm gonna go sparring with the Baron after breakfast. Probably be good to not be not make a poor showing with what we've got going on. If you could Figure out if she, you know, figure out more about her relationship with the Scarlet Gang. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of my thought. 
she didn't seem too keen on what Scarlet's doing, but she's definitely profiting from the from the results of it. So it's kind of one of those mobster in your back pocket type situations, is my guess. Right. She seems to need the redstone. Yeah. Yeah. Wonder if she needs more or if she has enough. Angus, be quiet. So Isold. Uh, Kaya, it sounds like you want to go through with, with having breakfast and exercises with Sir Anza. Not Sir Anza, uh... The Baron. Baron Nyland. Baron Nyland. Yes, that is what Kaya wants to do. Izzel, do you want to take part in that, or do you want to see someone else? Well, I would like to prepare spells. What spells do you want to prepare? Right, so today's spells are Charm Person, Magic Missile, and Telepathy. Great. Uh, do you want to try to use the telepathy, uh, now between the two of you, or do you want to try to get the gang together first? I'll wait till I get the gang together first. Um. On that note, Reed does know that she was planning on meeting up with the gals for breakfast so that we could figure out who's talking to what, when, where, and maybe try and get in on that telepathy since, you know, that seemed to be a thing. Yeah. I guess if you want to take them, you can have two coin. Yeah, you don't. You don't have to eat the breakfast I that think, he's paying. I think Reed is oblivious as to why he left his weird shiny rocks there. Uh, Reed, uh, yeah, again, not... is not from a currency-using group. It's true. It's She's still not used to it, and thus, you know, foggy, groggy in the morning, doesn't realize what that is. <laughs> I mean, Isold is more familiar with it, but even then, Isold, you're used to using credit, essentially. Right. Because, yeah, that's the kind of society you're from. Oh, you people and your weightlessness. Reed, are you, it's true. Are you uh, issuing a convention of civilization? I think she just I did. I think I am. Wow. What? Hooray! That's a great job. You can all have breakfast with the Baron if you would like. But I will say that the essentially breakfast time slot is one of a very limited number of things that you can get done today. It is the most important meal of the day. Or so I've heard. Well, I think that sitting down with the Baron and talking over breakfast is what Kaya thinks will be useful because she would like to try to do the whole get the Baron on her side thing. Sure. Do the rest of you want to have breakfast? I mean, you all have various invitations to hang out with people as well. I mean, I mostly wanted to get the telepathy opportunity. Okay, so you all meet up in the apartment prior to having breakfast. If you want to get the telepathy thing going, now is your time. Let's do this thing. Cast a spell. Network us all up. I am going to cast telepathy. Mixing up that weird... Quicksilver concoction. Yeah, it turns into a mist and then you inhale it. Jesus Christ. Well. Wow. There goes that spell. Well, uh, it's a plus, plus two. Do you have plus two for it? Yeah. Um, I was going to ask, can I help? Because this would be my third time to do this telepathy spell with Isold, So I'm kind of familiar with it. Um, I will give you, because you're also guiding read through doing it right this time yes uh <laughs> then you can totally roll an aid because that will be enough to get you guys above a seven and i i, I don't want to have you guys without look, telepathy look. entirely okay that's that's great Hooray. uh are you going to f- 
which of the three options are you going to take, Professor uh, Isolt? Well, I'm gonna lose. I'm gonna lose the prepared spell, and uh, okay. have have telepathy with uh, Kaya. Sorry, okay. Reed. One of that these all days. makes sense. One of these days. One of these days. You each flashback to having Reed's thoughts in your head, and are just like, hmm, one of these days. One of these days. Ah. It'll be nice. <laughs> just not today. Not today. Might not be bad. You know, Reed's going to be pretty caught up in her own head anyway. <laughs> true. Reed, you are all in the manor house, or, or in the, the fortress. Do you want to tell them what you've arranged with Barker, or do you want to hold on to that? I do want to tell them, and specifically I want to tell them about the necklace that he told me about. Ah. Being how she seems to control the sapling. And she's the only one with a necklace? He said that some of her guards have necklaces too, but he didn't say that they can command it. Hmm. So, uh, I feel like that's probably something we should try and chase down. Uh, I don't know if, I mean, I I could try to chase that down. I can probably intimidate the shit out of some of her underlings. Or hell, I mean, that's probably something someone has seen. I can try and chase that down today. Chase down where the necklace is? Uh, and whether the guard's necklaces do a damn. Ah. Because if there's more than one necklace, it's going to be much easier oh, to yes. maybe get a hold of one. So who who's going to breakfast with Baron Nyland? Well, definitely Kaya. Kaya. Um, should I... G- I think I made an ass of myself last time I had food with the Baron. I don't want to, like, make things worse for folks. Now, do you want me to help Kaya with uh, working over... Uh, Nylon trying to get her on get a favor out of her I think that her aid could be powerful if we can get her help that could be the deciding factor for sure she theoretically is in charge of a lot here right Um, if you have another source of aid that you would like to work with then that's something maybe you should do but you know Ven- I know that Venamo has an interest in helping us. Or Oh, that's right. But I don't trust him. I trust him less than Nyland. Nyland is out for herself, but her motivations are right there out in front. At least a lot of them. She's not being... She's been fairly straightforward with us. Reed, did you tell them about his request? Uh, sure. I remind you, before you say sure, I remind you that you are in the fortress. Oh, no. Mm. Okay. Mm. That is interesting. Uh, Well, actually, I might do Reed's version of kind of going at it sideways, which is saying uh, Barker seems to have similar thoughts as Herman about this whole statue business. Hmm. Ah. Hmm. Okay. And if that doesn't make sense... I'll just shrug. <laughs> okay, so Reed leaves to, to go have have breakfast someplace else. Uh, Isold, are you staying? Yeah, I'd like to help convince Baron Nyland to help us. Okay. So you each sit down to breakfast, and Nyland does not seem disappointed that Reed has decided to move on. <laughs> <laughs> 
she doesn't make any like dismissive comments. She doesn't say anything rude or or tacky. It's just that she and Reed didn't get along the best. No. I'm uh, glad that the two of you have decided to join me, and that I trust that you slept well despite the ruckus. Well, we came in after the ruckus. We we went we went down to the to Abel Publix for a while and came in came in decently late and slept as well as we could. The hmm, I have to decide. Oh, I'm I'm certain I was. Uh, I could definitely have been mistaken. I could have sworn that you were in the apartment when the trouble happened. But trouble? if that's not oh, the case... There was trouble? trouble? I do recall hearing some some noise what? at some point. Per- uh, what? what trouble are you speaking of? Oh, it seems that there was a break-in down at the menagerie. <gasps> really? How unfortunate. I hope nothing was taken from you. Oh, nothing was taken from me. I don't know of anything that was taken, but I'll I'll be certain to find out from Scarlet whether she can be trusted with the important treasures kept in the menagerie. Indeed, that is that is concerning that she might not be able to be trusted with the things that you have put in her care. Yes, it would be truly terrible if there were another demonstration of her inability to protect the things that she's agreed to protect. Indeed. Did you know what she had planned? We were we were down at Abel Publix early in the evening, and um, did you did you know that she has these plans for the for the Greenbark gang to kill them today? Oh no, no, I didn't actually. I've 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 been in my room until. Oh uh... yeah. Well, well, you'd heard of the trouble, so I didn't know if you if your servants had informed you of this as well. Uh, no, they'd only told me, you know, fire and that kind of oh, thing. Fire. They, they didn't. They, yeah, a terrible fire down at the menagerie. What a surprise! I wonder if that affected the the the, the inhabitants of the menagerie. I hope that hope that nothing got loose. Oh, I, oh, I hope nothing got loose. That would be unfortunate. I will have to check that out. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that you were definitely not involved and are concerned with. Uh, with Scarlet and the Menagerie's safety. We are, of course, concerned that your interests be protected. Oh, good. You are our host. We would never want your interests to be um, not served while we are your guests. Scarlet, however, is not our host, so we feel less protective to her. But you are our host, so we would never want your interests to be deserved while you are, we are your guests. So she's going to do in the Greenbark gang. Yeah. That's the plan that I've heard. This is what the sign said. And it's it's, it's the the sentiments that we've heard around, we heard, were, were not terribly um, positive towards this cruel act. She has fans amongst the soldiers that think that her, they enjoy her showmanship. They enjoy the way that she teaches them how to fight against the forest. She has a way about her that makes people fond enough. Her penchant for cruelty, especially now that she's maybe going to feed the greenbarks to her creatures. That's concerning. I cannot be seen directly interfering with that. 
I do not wish it done, but if I, if you are subtly asking for my help, I will not be able to influence this directly, not without some grounds to step in, some breach of contract or some significant failure on her part. Ah, so if she had failed to keep the contents of the menagerie secure, would that be such a breach? Secure or alive, something significant were to die in her care, she could no longer, she would be in breach of contract with our agreements. Indeed. And I would have reason to take over for the protection of the national treasures that are within the menagerie. Indeed. If that happened while the Greenbarks were still alive, they are at this time tied to that land. Are they now? We recognize that they were not born inside of the Empire, but once they began doing their business here, they became bound to the land just like any other serf. They were never made freemen. They are criminals. As such, they are the property of the land here. It is. They have been transferred from one owner to another. They were transferred to me. They've been transferred from to Venamo. And now they currently rest as Scarlet's property. But... In the end, it's always in the service of the Empire. Of course. Of the good people here. Of course. They have to be guided, of course. Of course. So. Your guidance. If she were unfit, then it would be a different story. Okay. Uh, now I will note, you guys can, if you'd like, you can do the call in a favor mood move. Uh, you won't be able to, like, you could possibly get gear from her because she has vast stores of stuff and that wouldn't be seen as coming from her directly mm-hmm. uh and even though she is a military power she can't lend you soldiers to fight because she's currently contractually bound mm-hmm. um or you could just leave this discussion sort of as it is i would like to request some healing items bandages yeah. or herbs and poultices i think i think uh, that sounds like a yeah that's great uh, do a do a call in a favor for that, and she'll she she can raid the stores probably. All right, rolling charisma. That's a nope. dude. That's a nope. That's a nope rope. Ouch. That's a total of five. I am marking XP. Yeah. Mark XP. Good job. Drink. Uh, uh, she looks around and she looks uh briefly to her two servants, and she says, with a certain amount of showmanship. I'm sorry, but I cannot be seen providing you with any direct material aid at this point. Might I recommend, though, that the brothers below, the druid orders, are outside of my command. They live by their own law. I'm certain that they can be of assistance. Thanks. You're welcome. So is Isold going to go and and see the brothers? I am going to... uh, make a quick note that something bad has happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I have advanced the Scarlet Clock. Uh, She's aware that you have been asking around town for some help. Ah. Uh, yep. Oh, goody. Yep, yep, yep. Reed, where did you go? I'm thinking I'm probably going to want to try and find a good spot to start trying to get some gossip. Mm-hmm. Now, I I would know, since I left from the beyond, if that would mean going back to the beyond. Um, 
I mean, it's not a big town. It's not a big town. I mean, the alternative is uh, trying to poke in and see how the barracks is doing. I know some of the those mercenaries and soldiers were getting in a tussle last night. So those those fighters that got in the t- tussle were Crenshaw Wilde's Cragsmith fighters. Oh, I thought they got in a tussle with the locals. No, these are the 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 tussle was within a mercenary company. Oh, I misunderstood. Okay. Because this is a little abstracted, if you go to like hit up the bar for rumors or, or anything like that, yeah, basically, I would like you to actually like pick a person that you end up talking to. Hmm. From from say this list, for example. From say this list of the denizens of the beyond. Um. You also, I I will admit, Olaf is around. Oh, mm, not yet. Though maybe. You know who he is. I know who he is. And he's awake. That's true. Um, hmm. And you'll notice that some people on this list you've never met, but you you know by reputation, or they just happen to be important enough that I wasn't going to deny their existence to you. Yeah. Um... I'm kind of interested in actually talking with the innkeep himself. Herself? Actually, the name's kind of gender neutral. I'm not sure. Um, Able Public. Um, Would you like Able Public to be a boy or a girl? Oh, gosh. I don't... I don't or even know. Or actually a man or a woman. Thank you. Uh, I don't care. Whatever's easier for you. Um. It's easier for me to be a boy, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be. This is a man. <laughs> I've, I've updated the sheet. Able public man. So you, uh, you, you go to the to the to the pub where people are are taking in their early breakfast, and some some more waiters or 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 servers are going about um, making certain that everybody's eaten. But it's it's definitely far less populated than it was. Uh, last night, mm-hmm. a lot of people seem to be nursing hangovers. But as soon as you've sat down, a uh, a a jolly looking never never trust a thin chef is something you've heard. And this is definitely not a a thin human being. This this large man in in simple clothes and a smock, you know, like a not a not a butcher's smock or anything, but a but but a kitchen smock. Mm-hmm. Uh, comes up to you and sets a stew ahead of you and's like it's your your first time in town this one's this one's on the house if you you just give us a little news from the outside everybody saw you come in but uh but uh we haven't uh been formally met i'm able public the owner of this establishment he holds out his hand to like wave to the establishment and you see that he has gold rings on every finger he's doing well for himself He's doing great. What brings you to my humble establishment? Well, I'm not one to kiss and tell. But <laughs> I hear that the breakfast here is astonishingly good. Ah, uh, this is this is it. This is the this is the the creme de la creme. It is it is the best breakfast you'll get on on well, this side of that ditch. <laughs> Good enough for me. Are you in town for the show this afternoon? Bet your socks I am. 
Uh, uh, that's that's strange. I hadn't marked you as a as a fan of the sport. Oh, I intend to be a competitor. Oh, you're gonna jump in yourself. Name's Impediment Reed. Oh, oh, you are Impediment Reed. I'll I'll stop playing dumb for that one. You're gonna save the the Greenbark Gang, are you? It's my intent. I imagine there is a lot of money going to be tossed around as to whether they'll survive today or not. Yeah, the bet is on the order in which they go. Mm. Should I add someone else to that list? I'd like to put on the list that they won't go today. At least not in their entirety. Is that you volunteering to go first, or are you saying someone else is going to be on that list? Hard to say. Oh. I'm not really very familiar with the proceedings. I've heard, uh, normally there's a way that the, uh, Onslaught is called off. Uh, Reed is fishing for a call in a favor to get lore and try and find out more about these necklaces. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, you use your, your equally criminal ways to sort of sweet talk this innkeeper a bit. I'm gonna have to roll dice, aren't I? Right. I'm in the wrong You're gonna pad. have to roll dice. I want you to actually roll two different dice. Oh. Uh, but the first thing I want you to do is to do a discern reality wisdom. Oh, shits. All right, discern reality. It passes. Not the best, that passes. but it passes. So uh, give me, uh, take one question from the discern realities list. I mean, do I go with my favorite, or do I go with something that's probably more imminently helpful? I would like what here is not what it appears to be. Is that not what you expected? No, that's 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 a fine one. It's my favorite. It's your favorite. There are a lot of people in this bar, but you're 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 paying attention well you've actually you're asking around so you're trying to get information mm-hmm. and he knows that you're a criminal well or i have been or you have been no nah, he doesn't he has no doubt in his mind <laughs> he tells you there's a new gang in town that's looking for some muscle you might be good for it as could your friends when you spring them go speak to unbound over there and uh uh, do you want the, the acrobat entertainer? Is that, a, is that a man or a woman? Yes. Fine. What's in their pants? Wisdom. <laughs> Wisdom. Uh, go talk to Unbound and they'll get you sorted. Okay. Alright. This is exciting. So, uh, give me that call in a favor. Charisma. Sure. That's charisma. That's this one. Oh, jeez. You're gonna do your pick too. Um, oh man, is this the time to attract attention? It doesn't feel right quite yet. Um. So which two are you going to pick, Brianna? Uh, cost extra, and I'm either going to attract unwanted attention, complications, or consequences. Because I realize that this discussion has been maybe a little forward and cocky, and Reed is a bragger. Yep, yep. Um, I'm advancing a clock. Yeah, God, which one? Yeah, yeah. Yep, preparation is, uh, as advanced. Uh, another step. You oh, are- it's not Scarlet, that's good. You've gotten some attention. Yeah, I understand that, that while preparation is against Scarlet, preparation is sort of like the defenses that will be arrayed against you at the actual menagerie. Oh, great. As opposed to Scarlet hiring Unbound to kill you. Okay, that's great. That's that would be that would be getting Scarlet's attention. 
I'm still curious what this third one is. Yeah, you don't know what that is yet. Uh, if preparation goes all the way up, she moves up the execution. Mm, okay. That's bad. Yeah, you don't want that to max out. Mm. Uh, and the other one you chose was cost extra? Yes. So he says uh, he's going to get the information you need. Uh, this is going to be the thing that gives you the intel. Mm-hmm. But you got to get for him 20 coin. Okay. And he doesn't particularly care what you do to scrounge that up. Just come back with the coin or something valuable. And uh, and I'll be able to fix you right up. Unless you got 20 coin on you right now. But you're uh, new in town. And you're, you're one of the forest kids. I, uh, <laughs> I've actually gotten kind of used to you keeping empty pockets. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Ah, actually, you, you, you passed the charisma thing, so he's not going to actually delay you. Uh, he's going to say, you, you owe me the 20 coins, but he, he tells you he tells you something worth knowing, and you gain an intel. Okay. But gonna... you owe him 20 coins. Yeah. I'm going to work on figuring out how the hell you make coins anyway. Yeah, your, your two friends can do that, or you could actually call in a favor with someone to get money. Jesus Christ. Too bad Barker's not around. Eh. 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 I already asked him for something pretty big. Uh, Isold and Kaya. Yes? Only one of you is going to get a turn here. Uh, who wants to go to do a thing to be the sort of the last action? Or you could both go together. Uh, the exercises are starting. So, uh, so... Baron Nyland is now practicing with the troops, or will be practicing with the troops. So Kaya's plan was to go practice with Baron Nyland and the troops in order to gain uh, f- faction, as it were, with Baron Nyland and with her troops. Um, she wants to kind of be a presence and seen as an equal alongside Baron Nyland by her troops. Um... That sounds like something to accomplish that isn't just, like, that That seems like it's got narrative weight, but it isn't going to have a mechanical sort of role to it. Like, I'm not going to injure you or, or put you into that circumstance for doing that. Um, um, then we're going we're gonna to actually move on to Isold. Isold? Well. Who are you going to go hit up? I was going to talk to the druids. You can talk to any of them that you wish. Okay. Um... The riskier one would be talking to Venamo, uh, because I wanted to feel out what exactly he wanted with respect to the Greenbark gang, because I know that he wants that. Um, right. So I'm going to go talk to him. Talk to Brother Venamo. Okay. So so you head down to uh, to where the druids are, and they're actually doing like this this morning ritual with the their campfire. They've set aside their like their their breakfast like uh, Dutch oven that they that they were heating something up in, and uh, they're now like tossing some alchemical ingredients into the fire and saying some prayers as you approach. Um, and Brother Venamo says, you know, Professor Isold, it is such a pleasure to see you this morning. Oh, good morning, brother. Uh, how might our humble order be of service to you? Oh, I was poking around to see if you had any bandages or poultices or herbs. Oh, of course, of course, we do. Do come in. And he opens the reliquary door and motions you to follow. 
Thank you, brother. Now, just inside the door, he's got, uh, essentially, like, it seems like they've got just stacks and boxes and bookshelves of just, like, uh, random alchemical stuff. Like, when you see that, the alchemist supplies inside of, like, any martial arts film. It's those drawers and drawers of stuff. Is there a, mo- is there a mogwai for sale? Uh, there's not a mogwai for okay. sale. However, there is a lot of weird things on these tables. So it looks like, despite the fact that this building is only, like, uh, a little more than a story tall, it looks like it's actually had, like, a second floor put into its its stone its stone interior. has a has a low roof, a low wooden roof, and it looks like they've sort of added a second floor attic to this building. And if it's anything like the first floor, there are these, like displays these heavy desks with like objects inside of sometimes glass cases or cages or inside of like you've got just an elaborate like wooden box it's like this guy's keeping warehouse 13 in here um all sorts of oh a piece of a statue oh just a strange plant oh uh what appears to be a tegu but completely covered in fur uh Something that meows. You haven't heard anything meow except for a very big cat. There are no small cats on this island. All sorts of weird things in cages and stuff. Huh. I compliment him on his efficient use of space. Oh, uh, thank you. We really do need to move into a larger establishment once, uh, once our current round of, uh, experiments is at an end. Uh, you've been injured. Mm-hmm. How is it that you've been hurt? Stumbling around at night. Oh, that is awful. It does get so terribly dark. Oh, and I hope no one was injured during that disturbance last night. I oh. understand. After, right around the time you went to go see Scarlet. Yes, I was so disappointed to find her not at her manor. Oh? Uh, I ended up having to speak to her in one of the nobles' tents. And it's so difficult to properly raise your voice in frustration when you know that people are trying to sleep nearby. Did you plead for the fate of the Greenbark gang? And she was not interested in hearing anything about it. Isn't that terrible? Hmm. I understand that you... Do you have an interest in the Greenbark gang? You travel with one. Oh, right. She is quite unhappy about the situation. She must be. He, uh gives you two uses of bandages and just hands them to you because this is nothing to him. Bandage times two? Awesome, thank you. Yep. Might come in handy if uh, my Greenbark friend decides to get herself hurt. Yes, indeed. Do tell me. What do you intend to do? Well, the way I see it, if we can make Scarlet Embarrass herself enough. Nyland will have to take action. I suspect that my friend will try a more direct approach to freeing her family. What do you intend to do? We are not, um, how you would say, people of action. My, my brothers and I. We are, we've grown fat on the luxuries afforded our position. But you, you are an adventurer. And your friends, your outsider friends, they're adventurers too. I was going to find some outsider friends and have them cause some trouble for me. Tell me, you said that if she, Scarlet, 
were to cause a disappointment or something to that effect, that she might fall from the Baron's protection. Right, if any of the precious things entrusted to her happened to be lost or damaged enough, well then, her contract with the- How concerned are you if one of them is lost? One of who? One of her precious things. If it were to get loose, how much would that concern you? I understand that it burdens some to worry about consequences. Let me be clear. I'll mourn for anyone who gets injured in an escape attempt, and I'll be on the front line fighting whatever busts out of there and starts hurting people. Accidents happen. Give me a uh, a roll plus cha. Actually, tell me this. What do you want from Brother Vanamo? You could ask for quite a lot of things to assist in this endeavor, and you can be pretty general. Right. Initially, I was wondering if he if he was going to make a move. He's not going to make a move because he's not a PC. But uh, if he was going to oppose anything or if any of his interests would be um, hurt by any of this. But if he can do something to that would that would give plausible deniability to say killing something from the menagerie like something from the menagerie escapes oh and we have to go and fight it and kill it then that would uh because it's been because it's running loose and causing causing a ruckus that seems like something that would that he would be within his power to do and also leave us blameless and would embarrass scarlet yep okay give me a roll plus chop my whopping plus one charisma. Oh, hey, 11. Oh, hey. Uh, you get a little something extra, if yeah. I remember right. Okay. So he takes you to... He takes you up into the second floor of... So it's it's now, like, perfectly dark. There are no windows up there. And he, uh, he actually pulls out a little jar that seems to be full of bugs. And he shakes it. And they glow with this amber light. You've uh, you've heard of amber torch flies? There's something from the desert to the southwest, but they're not native up here. So he takes this little jar and he sets it on a table. And he takes out two red stones and sets them on a table. He touches them with his bare hands, so they're they're safe to touch. And then he pulls out a little metal vial. And he says, I'm going to show you something very important about Scarlet's little trick. And she doesn't know about this. And it's by far her greatest weakness. Um, you'll want to cover your face. He grabs like a scarf and wraps it over his face. I grab a scarf and wrap it over my face. He puts on gloves. And he uncorks the vial. And it's got this like ink black liquid in it. And he pours one little drop onto one of the red stones. And it turns purple. And he... Puts the the cork back in the vial, puts the vial back in his pocket, and he takes a step back. And he's got his, one of his hands, he's counting. And he's counted up to five, and then he starts counting back till he's got a closed fist. And then the second stone turns purple, the one that wasn't touched by the ink. And then he counts up to five again, and the moment it hits five, both of them shatter. Oh. It's communicable, you see. And once it's touched a whole system, that whole system breaks fascinating i give you this one dose he hands you this that that vial one drop of it just one pour onto a redstone and this will happen the bigger the network the bigger the bang something's gonna get to loose looks that way 
brother. Holy shit. That's awesome. He also tells you a little something, and you thus gain a lore. Nice. Well, do we want to do our end of session stuff? That seems like a good place to stop. Yep, that's that's where I want us to stop. Let's do the end of session stuff. Holy shit. Uh, let me go to the end of session. Uh, when you reach the end of a session, choose one of your bonds that you feel is resolved. So first, Kaya. Have you, uh, those bonds that you expressed at the beginning of the of the game, uh, have any of them changed or been resolved? Um, I do not feel that any of them have, actually. That's no? fine. <laughs> Impediment. Have you resolved any of your bonds? I think my bonds are good, actually. Isold continues to be deceptively a badass, and Kaya does know how to talk better than I do. Slash nose restraint. I certainly don't. Isold, have any of your bonds changed? I don't think so. I think... That's that's a fine thing. Next, uh, Kaya, what is your alignment statement? Help an animal or spirit of the wild. I had certainly hoped that I might get the chance to do that, but I don't think I did this time around. I think the jailbreak will provide you opportunity to do that. Yes, this is the plan. Impediment. What is your alignment statement? To eschew a convention of the civilized world. And Uh, how did you eschew convention today? Well, I mean, I broke and entered, and I totally forgot what money was. Congratulations, Mark XP. Yay. Professor Isold, what is your uh, alignment statement? I believe it's a uh, discovery of a magical magical secret about the world, which I certainly did. Oh, which you yes, certainly indeed. did. Redstone's interesting. Discovered discover something about a magical mystery. Yes, yes, sir, I did that. Uh, and then, as a collective, did you learn something new and important about the world? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Is the redstone thing in, yeah. in, imp- new and important about the world? Because that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah. That's you awesome. don't know exactly how it works because it seems to control some and repel others, but definitely is uh, something to worth look into more. So you get that, Mark XP. Uh, did we overcome a notable monster or enemy? Not really. Led one, but not so much overcome. Yeah, I think you. I think you ran away from uh, the horrible red sap spiders. Truth. <laughs> and uh, did we loot a memorable treasure? I tried to, guys. I tried. So close. So close. You, you did, and then we just destroyed two more of them. But yeah, I, I think you lost that chance. We traded that. Yeah. Uh, conversely, uh, have you decided on when to free the gang? I don't think we've come to a consensus yet. I think we maybe have some separate ideas about it. Um, I, I agree to that. That, yeah. seems, that seems reasonable. So you will have the same goals and the same clocks when we start at the next session. Uh, I do actually want to leave Isold with a little something. Isold, as these arcane secrets are being passed to you in this dark room lit by just the amber glow of the amber torch flies, you notice something at the back of this attic. It's a contraption. It looks like a like a chair, a weird chair, covered with copper tubing all around <laughs> and little bladders. Brother Venamo notices you noticing it but he doesn't say anything what do you do i 
can't resist asking, oh, what's that? Oh, it's old. I love her curiosity. It's the best. Oh, that. That is my latest experiment. And it has been so terribly successful. I would like you to do me a favor, if you can. When this all shakes down, and Scarlet is embarrassed, quite possibly embarrassed to death, I would give most anything if I could have one last visit from a green bark to visit my happy little chair. (laughs) Oh, you creepy motherfucker. (laughs) Thank you, Professor. I'll see what I can do. Thank you once again for listening to The Crooked Thimble as we play Iron Immortals. This week's podcast came a little late and will be late next week as well. We've had to move our usual recording time to a little later in the week. We'll be back to normal sometime soon. Seven Days a Servant is available on Inkshares and we need your help to get the word out. Tell people, in person, on the phone, or by email. Share the site, share the story. We're running out of time to make this work. Our music this week was composed by Sergei Tremzinov. You may find his work in the show notes. Please do share this podcast with whatever means you have available, and remember that the Crooked Thimble is a Patreon-funded company. If you want to hear more of these adventures, please head on over to patreon.com slash crookedthimble and support us. And, as always, thank you. <laughs>